This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hey, folks. Larry Port with Rocket Matter, and welcome to the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Today, we have one of our own Rocketeers on the podcast. We got Ed Case. What's up, Ed? Hey, what's up? All right, so Ed is our product and user experience manager at uh, Rocket Matter. So, um, Ed, uh, why don't you tell everyone like a little bit about like what your job entails? So I get the pleasure of uh, developing software to make people's lives easier. So my job entails, you know, taking very complex functionality and and finding ways to make it very easy to use and make it very intuitive. Uh, you know, doing research, doing user research as well, you know, putting something in front of a user and seeing where they struggle, where, where things flow really well and, and really smooth and, and how to improve on those things before handing it over to engineers to go ahead and build it. Right. And, uh, and th- so a little bit of that background, because one of the things we're going to talk about today is your, um, uh, you wrote an article, you had switched from uh, the iPhone to Android. And so because of your background using and designing software um, so extensively, um, you have an interesting take on the usability of these different things. So, um, you know, before we go there, can you talk a little bit about like um, some of these different things involved with software, terms like UI, UX, usability, things like that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, software, you know, uh, can do some amazing, incredible things and some really complex things. And when you put that in front of a user, you want to give them, uh, you know, a way to easily interact with that software and you don't want to overwhelm them. You don't want to confuse them. You want to really uh, make it intuitive as possible. So when they sit down in front of that piece of software, uh, you know, naturally where they would want to go to do something, it kind of is presented that way. So, you know, there's some challenges there. Cause like I said, things can be really complex and, and complicated and, you know, a really well-designed product can sort of, um, you know, abstract away some of the complexities and make it very intuitive for the user. Yeah. And, um, for, for some, some of our listeners may be on the younger side and don't remember the days, but, um, you know, back in the nineties and the early two thousands, it was very common when you would buy a piece of software that it would ship with like kind of a 200 page manual. Um, <laughs> and, uh, those days, and, and I think, you know, you correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you know, um, Steve jobs, Apple, the iPhone, that stuff is largely gone. Um, yeah. I mean, would you agree? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Nowadays, people don't have the time or or the attention span. Like you really want to help them engage with the product right away. So you want the product to sort of teach them how to use it. And and you want to make those things very um, easy to interact with. So, uh, you know, the the quicker and easier you can do that, the, the, you know, the higher chance you have of somebody adopting the product. Yeah. And the one thing I will add before we get into the uh, Android and iPhone discussion is that this stuff is not easy. It's not easy to make things simple. You know, on, on, the, on the surface, it might uh, seem like this is a no-brainer type work, but um, it, it is very, very hard. Um, so, you know, Ed, let's talk a little bit about you moved from iPhone to Android and do you have any regrets or are you content? Or are you going to switch back anytime soon? I really don't have a lot of regrets, uh, to be honest with you. It's been, it's been actually two years since I picked up my first Android device, and that was the, the Note 8, um, and I'm still using it, and you know, I'm still very happy with it. Um, you know, 
Apple has actually come out with some really nice devices since then. You know, there's been times where I've been somewhat tempted, um, but nothing compelling enough to make me switch back. And it really says a lot because I used an iPhone for a long time and, and I'm actually, you know, I use a MacBook and, um, you know, Apple actually has a really nice ecosystem, the way the devices interact and play with each other, but I'm still using uh, my note and I'm still very happy with it. Okay. Got it. So, um, let's, let's talk first about, um, the shift in terms of like user experience. Like what was your impression moving from like, uh, you know, iOS or Apple products to Samsung? Like what did you like better about it? Uh, so initially I really liked, uh, you know, the device itself was, was very well designed. Um, it had the edge display, so it was a beautiful display to look at and interact with. Um, so I definitely liked that better. There were some things initially that, uh, you know, I had hesitation about or reservations about, um, you know, like I said, the ecosystem, like iMessage, the rest of my family all have iPhones. And that is a really well uh, implemented application. So giving that up was was a little tough initially. Um, but, you know, as I started to use the Android, there was a lot of nice little features and things that they had done, like access to a real file system. You know, if you if you have an email and there's an attachment there, like you can download it and go to the file system. And that's something we're all accustomed to doing because we all use computers. But, you know, Apple, I feel like has never really implemented that well at all. Yeah, it's a very dumbed down kind of file system on the Apple devices that is a little frustrating to use. It is. It really is. Um, so as I started to go down that path with with the Android device, um, there's just so many customizations. Um, it's almost like the polar opposite of an iPhone, where you're you're locked into this user experience, which you know I will say is a very well designed user experience, but that's all you get. And and on the Android, there's so many possibilities. And if there's something that you don't like, you do have the flexibility to change it to something that you think maybe is a little bit better. And, you know, sometimes you're there playing with it for, for, you know, an, an hour trying to like, you know, play with these different launchers and set up your home screens and your widgets. And uh, for someone like me with what I do, it's a lot of fun um, because I can, you know, there is a, a possibility of, of, you know, getting bored with a device, you know, you, you have this, this phone that you're interacting with um, every single day and, you know, it can get kind of boring at times if you get too accustomed to it. So I think it's a lot of fun with an Android device to be able to switch it up and change things and, and play around with a different layout and, and do some things that maybe the typical user wouldn't necessarily be interested in. I mean, I got to say, if my mom comes to me, who's, you know, in her seventies, right. Says, Hey, uh, you know, I, I want to get a new phone. I'm not going to recommend an Android for her. I'm going to say, get an iPhone. You know, it's very standardized. It's very easy to use. Um, but for myself, you know, I, I love the Android, you know, it's going to be very difficult for me to switch back. So for like, uh, so for technophiles and for people who like love to, uh, tool around with uh, technology and people who love to customize Android is a good option, but for like your great aunt or like someone who is not exactly sophisticated with technology, an iPhone still might be the best option. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah, no, that's, that's it. Um, you know, the iPhone is a beautiful device. And, and I think, you know, my wife still uses an iPhone and she just got a new one. So of course I took it and started playing around with it and, and seeing what they've done. And they've done some great things because it's been two years for me, um, you know, not having really interacted with an iPhone. And, and I like where they're going with it because they are opening up some more possibilities for customization. Um, 
but there is something to be said about a clean standardized look. Um, you know, it, they, they do have that side of it, uh, very well implemented. So, but for me, I mean, there's just some cool stuff you can do. You know, if you're using Google maps on, on my phone and I go back to the home screen or open another app, you know, it keeps the map in a little pop-up window so I can see where I'm going and what I'm doing. And it does the same thing for YouTube. You know, like if you're watching a YouTube video and you go to another app, like the video stays playing in a little window. And, um, those kind of things are really neat. They're really cool. And, you can do split screen, which I think is really cool because you can have two apps open at the same time if you're comparing things, if you're comparing a spreadsheet to a website. Some people are like, okay, why would you ever want to do that on a phone? Like that's what a computer is for. But more and more, um, you know, if, if you're in a situation or, or, you know, a place where you don't have your computer, there's, there's so much more you can do now. You know, you do have those capabilities and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's definitely a functionality creep on the phone. You know, even even for from us, from our, our own design perspective, we've been asked to do more and more rocket matter stuff on the phone. Whereas in the past, it was like, okay, I just need to build time. Yep. Um, so, okay, let me ask you this. Is it, for for people that are like iPhone users that are like curious about the Android world, um, is it what's what's the landscape look like is it the galaxy land or, or is, is that what people restrict themselves to it seems to be the clear market leader tell us a little bit about the hardware well i mean that's another plus i think or, or another check in the box for android because um there are a lot of just really nice devices uh that you can go to you know you have the pixel which is constantly improving by leaps and bounds. It's a really nice device. Um, then you have the Galaxy, uh, you know, you have the Note and you have the, the Galaxy. And, and the Note is what I use with the S Pen. Um, <clears throat> I love it. You know, the S Pen for me, I was a little curious about it, but I actually really, I use it and I really enjoy using it. Um, and then there's all kinds of other, uh, you know, off-brand devices that are actually really powerful, really affordable. So you have so many options, you know, with the iPhone, you're somewhat limited. There, there aren't a ton. You have some different screen sizes and some, some very minor variations between the devices. But um, there's some, some really solid options on the Android side from Samsung, from Google, um, from, from HTC. Uh, there, there's a lot out there. You know, um, for, for us, it actually creates somewhat of a problem because when we write software, and we want to go test it on an iPhone. We have to test like a handful of devices on like Android. There's like thousands of devices. So it can be a little bit tricky. <laughs> yeah, um, no, you're totally right. You know, I, uh, I used an Android for a while myself. I used a Pixel 2. Um, I eventually did switch back to the iPhone just because it, was, it wasn't even it, me so much as uh, anybody in my family who picked up my phone was like not psyched about picking up the Pixel. They wanted to pick up an iPhone. We'll call it that. I don't want to go any further, but um, what I what I loved about it was the ability the 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 widget functionality that you have on Androids. I love the ability to uh, have screens set up and you know be able to see you know glimpses into my inbox. Glimpse and and you there is some functionality on the iPhone that you can do, but it's not the same level uh, that you have with widgets on these Android devices. So that was like my favorite thing. Yeah, no, it's really cool. All right, Ed, thanks so much, man. Hey, no problem. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.